0: This is the Rocky Mountain Dragon, Atiba,
1: and you're listening to RMP Radio. Ooh.
0: MP Radio is back on the air. Hi, I am your host, Mr. Fourth Row. And as always, uh, we are going to be uh, having a big show here, uh, previewing, of course, uh, the big one, uh, Milestone 13, the anniversary show of uh, Rocky Mountain Pro. And first of all, we're going to introduce, as always, we've
2: got Lucas Bradwell here. Lucas, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. It is what, four days away from Milestone? Three days away? It's Milestone 13, the lucky number 13. I am uh, so excited. I will be calling this year's Milestone with Danger Dean, so it is going to be fantastic. And I'm also excited to uh, be talking about Milestone with the two guys you're about ready to introduce.
0: Yeah, so yeah, you said uh, four days away. Uh, you know, you talked about the number three, but we <laughs> got two of the uh, dudes from the Dudes and Belts uh, show. Uh, you can always catch them, of course, on the Rocky Mountain Pro channel and stuff like that. We got Maki Pins and Johnny
1: Deathrop. Maki, Johnny, how are you guys doing? Doing good, brother. Yeah, dude. Good to happy to be here. I'm sitting right next to Johnny Deathrop. We're recording this live as it's Monday afternoon, three days before Milestone. The dudes are pumped, ready to go. Johnny, what's up, bro? How you doing?
3: I'm just here so I don't get fined.
1: <laughs> oh
3: come on dude. <laughs> well it wouldn't be for me but <laughs> oh that's
0: fantastic uh so i know you guys uh we you guys talked about uh milestone 13 uh last uh night at the time of this recording on the uh the youtube show and everything but uh we're gonna still talk and give it to the rmp audience as well and so first of all we have uh ignition is going to be the a uh, little bit different this year because Milestone 13 is happening on a Thursday. Traditionally, it's hap- happens the pay per views happen on a Friday or a Saturday, but a little bit different this year because we've got another jam packed weekend of RMP that we're going to be talking about just a little bit after this. But uh, we should probably start off. So Ignition, we're going to have the uh, Colorado Cup part of Ignition It's going to be part of the uh, the the pre show per se. Ignition is going to be the pre show to Milestone 13. Uh, what are you guys looking looking forward to uh in the Colorado Cup uh do you have any predictions of who might win that and maybe even maybe a surprise entrant here and there uh Lucas we'll go ahead and just start with you what do you what do you th- see on the uh, Colorado Cup uh right there
2: So yesterday when watching the dudes and belts I had I had put out my prediction of of the Buffalo Brew my boy Brew but I'm I'm going to go ahead and change that because I realized we forgot a guy who is uh, probably about as popular of a superstar that we have in Rocky Mountain Pro. I'm going to change my pick to Sergey. Sergey is is a wild card. The guy is a wild card. You never know what to predict. And I think that he's on the verge of having something big, big happen in his career. I believe that he's going to have a milestone moment and he's going to win the Colorado Cup. That is my bold prediction, and that's actually the only prediction I'm going to give on this because I, since I'm calling the show with with Dean, I try to make it a policy that I, I won't give too many predictions. So uh, I, that's going to be my only prediction. Sergey wins the Colorado Cup.
3: Yeah, was going to be mad at you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll get over it <laughs> when he becomes a niche champion down the line.
1: Oh. I mean, I do think that is a fact. At some point in time, we will see Brumach raising the ignition title over his head. But I got to stick with my prediction. I predicted Brew last night on the show, and I am sticking with that. I think that if he comes into that ring as formidable of a force that he has been lately, it's going to be extremely hard to stop him. And I don't think that as much as Sergey, I'm telling you, man, even the muffin button, when that shows up, all of a sudden he turns that gear and he turns the whole volume up to 15 I don't know if he can take down a raging Buffalo at that point in time. Now, there may be others who would have a better shot, but I'm really sticking with my man Brew. I think this is going to be a big coming out party for him. We've seen him get close to a lot of things before. But I think this is going to be the one that really cements him going forward. We've seen how important the Colorado Cup is over the course of the last few years. Balaam Lynx winning it two years ago. And you got David Drake winning last year. And you see what he's done with that. He took that and ran like crazy. Um, I think this is Bruce time. I, I really want this to be Bruce time. And I hope this is Bruce time. I'm going with the Buffalo.
3: Yeah, Johnny? I don't care what you guys say. I'm still sticking with my outlandish pick. <laughs> All right. There's been a lot of issues at RMP, and like I said last night on the Dudes and Belts, the only way to solve your po- your problems that you currently have, you just might have to get down and dirty and, and get dirty with your hands. I'm going to have to go with the guy who's going to come out of retirement for the Colorado Cup, Danger
1: Dean.
2: So JDD picks DD. So, so he's got he's my box. Statement. Wait a minute.
1: So he's got my commentary. Good thing Triple I isn't here. He'd go crazy with the amount of D's we just said.
2: <laughs> I know. <laughs> Too many D's. Not not enough sense here. You're, you're, you've got the, the president of the company, the guy who physically isn't able to compete, to, to win the Colorado Cup, to go up sometime against the psycho if he wins it. <laughs> uh, well... I, I guess crazier things have happened, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. You don't
3: have to get too physical in the Colorado Cup, Lucas. All you got to do is throw people over the top rope.
2: It's a well, valid point. Marky <laughs> M- knows you don't have to get too physical. It didn't work out too well for him, but he knows. I
1: that. got very physical with Damon Ace, except the, I was on the very much losing end of it, yes. And I can tell you this right now, going right with Johnny's point. Damon really didn't have to exert too much effort throwing me over the top rope. I'm telling you, a lot of these like royal these Rumble type matches, the Colorado Cup, a lot of them are right place, right time. So it's such a wild card. There are so many variables when it comes into much more of a right place, right time, where we haven't even talked about the draw, like what number people are going to come out at. That is such another massive variable that goes involved in this. This and is more of, just for fun, I really think, and I mean, Dean would be a, a, it. It'd be really fun to watch that redemption story. I hope he's available to even make the appearance. Let alone one win the thing. things
2: you guys forget, or that we forget to mention about the Colorado Cup is that it is an intergender match, so there will Truth. be locked in this as well. That you know, so I, I doubt that we're going to see Lilith Grimm and JC, but you've got lola you've got adrian mascara you got noel you, you got some others that could be in there what if skylar slice shows up
0: what if the clock strikes midnight oh there's another one.
1: Oh, i didn't even
0: think of that yeah and you got you that's know that's a in,
1: very valid point
0: point. and you know midnight size you can you know stand uh face to face with some of the men out there just ask manny lemons Yeah, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) All right. Hey, so uh, from there, we also have uh, the, uh, you know, the Ignition Championship is out there to be defended. We've got uh, the champion, Zamore versus Gino Rivera versus Sky Hossman. Uh, What do you guys uh, see about this? Uh, Johnny, why don't you uh, go first?
3: Hmm. Well, this is one of the matches that we did not cover because we didn't know that this match was official. But now that it is official, I guess, um, the way I see it is, look, both, all, well, all these three men have had issues over the past few weeks. And I think it's just right to have this match at Milestone considering what's been going on over the past couple weeks. As of right now, I mean, we saw Zamore take care of Kendrick LaRoe and Damon Ace not too long ago and now he's in another situation where it's going to be a triple threat to determine the ignition championship. Who knows how Sky Hosman is feeling? I know that he's, he's a little banged up right now, but we'll see if he can overcome that. And with Gino, I mean, we've talked about this a few times on the show. Mm-hmm. Gino's been looking for that championship at Rocky Mountain Pro. It's really eluded him over his illustrious career. So you can't really discount Gino or really Sky in in this situation. However, I just think Jumbo is too much on a roll right now and I really don't see him losing the Ignition Championship at Milestone. I mean, he he's at least recently he's had a couple uh triple threats and handicap matches that he's been able to overcome and win. So my money's on Jumbo on this match. I really don't see him lose a not Jumbo. I'm sorry, sorry Zamore, <laughs> but I I really see Zamore winning this uh, this title, retaining his title.
1: Yeah. Maki. Yeah, I you know Zamore has been hot. He's been one of the most confident men, and rightfully so. The last few times that we've seen him on the show, on Ignition, and on Charged, he has been coming out victorious and on top and taking no garbage from anybody stepping right up to the plate. He stepped right up to Kendrick and Damon, like we said, for that triple threat when they were both in contention for the Ignition Championship. Zamore is riding very, very high right now. And 99% of the time, I would agree with John and say that Zamore is a clear favorite here. Um, Not so much Sky Hossman, but Gino Rivera is my worry in this match. Um, For the sheer sake of his whole goal has been to claim gold and Zamore has been getting the better of Gino over the last few times that we've seen them interact with each other. But Gino is smarter than a lot of people give him credit for. He may not have been around a lot in Rocky mountain pro over the last year and a half, but when we've seen him, he's been very impressive figuring things out and trying to figure out that landscape, getting himself involved in title matches and that caged animal that gets backed into the corner is more ferocious than many, many others. I think Gino pulls out all the stops, somehow uses Sky Horseman and manages somehow, some way. I'm not going to predict the end of it, because I can't. But I feel like Gino Rivera is going to walk out as the ignition champion. I don't think it's going to be clean. I think Gino's going to find a way to get his hand raised at the end, one way or the other. It doesn't matter how. But I think his quest for gold culminates at Milestone.
0: Yeah, you know, and he he just recently uh, obtained another championship within the last couple weeks, so maybe he's uh, on a little bit of a hot
1: streak. Yeah, he's been looking for RMP gold. He's trying to get gold everywhere he can, but that gold here in Denver has eluded him for a long, long time. I think this is his best shot to get his name etched as a champion in RMP.
2: Yeah. Hey, Lucas, your thoughts? So I just find it very appropriate that Milestone is on a Thursday this year. It's the Thursday night thriller. Zamora is going to be defending that title. It's kind of something that he has taken ownership of, not just that that title, but the, the show itself. He feels that that's Thursdays is his night. It's his show. I, I just think that he's so, uh, so proud of what he's been representing defending that title and just doing it in such a dominant fashion it's going to be very very difficult for either one of his opponents to to find a way to win i will say though and like marky said if there's one guy that's you know got the smarts to do it and that has uh the as these guys like to say the xp it would be gino rivera and he's, he's right. He's won titles everywhere he's he's been, but not Rocky Mountain Pro. It's been the one title that's eluded him. It's probably the title that he would take the most pride in winning. I know that he thinks very highly of Rocky Mountain Pro as a promotion and that he's he, one of the promotions that he uh, is most proud uh, when he comes out here to, to try to uh, represent. I... It, like I said, this is a toss-up and I'm not going to give my predictions since I will most likely be calling up most of these matches, but it's just gonna be great to see uh, the ignition title being defended at Milestone.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's and uh, like you said, you know, being on a Thursday night, uh, the Thursday night thriller, you know, we just gotta add that little extra of, of having the ignition championship since ignition's gonna be part of Milestone, the big milestone thirteen this time around. All right, so, hey, we also got some more matches. Uh, We've got a tag team match, kind of a little bit of a, you know, I I guess a a grudge match or what the heck happened to you type match. Uh, Starting lineup versus Panthro and Jason Knoll, who was part of this, uh, you know, starting lineup under the moniker of Atiba, you know, his alter ego. Uh, What do you guys uh, see here? We'll start with uh, Maki uh,
1: here. I think this is your starting lineups match right here. I think this is going to be, we've seen them in singles action lately a lot. Briscoe and Kendrick. Uh, Kendrick most notably recently getting his ignition championship shot. Briscoe crown making all the noise in the world in the grand Prix tournament The man just doesn't lose in the month of March. He really didn't. Um, So they've been both making a lot of noise individually. But one thing that they can do collectively is come back together probably fast, Faster than most, maybe as fast as some, like a team like a La Isla came together. Just to have that, that, that universal common cause between the two of them, and they both just kind of band up and go forward and continue to kick ass. Um, I think they're going to get the Jason Noel problem solved, so that your starting lineup can keep moving forward and get their eyes back on the prize of the Rocky Mountain Pro Tag Team Championships at some point down the line. I think this is your starting lineup's match to win.
0: And uh, we'll uh, we'll throw it over to uh, Lucas next. Lucas, what do you think? And let me—I I think you might be uh, thinking the same thing I am. But let me just maybe uh, give you a little uh, uh, softball. Jason Knowles' experience, though, adding to that side of the uh, equation—I
2: don't think that can be overstated. His experience, along with the huge boulder-sized chip that is on his shoulder, it. When you have that kind of motivation, uh, it can fuel you a long way. We, we've we seen here uh, as sports fans here in Denver, Colorado, that what a, a chip on your shoulder can do. It it can it can take you a long way. You can use that as fuel. I think Jason Nol is using this as fuel, whether or not he's got a real a gripe against your starting lineup and, and what he says they did that doesn't matter. What matters is what he thinks, and and in his mind they did him wrong, and he's carrying that, and and now he's found a, a partner that has a, a lot of uh, a, a lot of frustration built up because he hasn't quite had the success that he uh, I think he planned for. Talking about Panthro, uh, and I think they're going to use this whether that'll be enough against your starting lineup, because we know how great your starting lineup has been, uh, not only as a team, but in singles action as of late. Uh, this is going to be a great match, guys. Uh, that's all I can say. I think I think uh, a lot of people are going to be selling Panther and Jason Knowles short, and I think that's a mistake. Hopefully, for your starting lineup's sake, they're not selling him short, because if they do, uh, they're going to come out on the losing end of this. Yeah.
3: Uh, Johnny. I'm going to stick with my guns on this one as well. I mean, until I see Jason and Panthro actually get a, uh, a loss in the uh, lose column, I'm having a hard time not picking Panthro and Jason Noll as of right now. I mean, we know your starting lineup is very good and they're very cohesive. Mm-hmm. However, they've definitely had some ups and downs and bumps in the road. Will you stop that? But, but at the same time, you can't really discount Kendrick LaRoe and Briscoe Crown's team. Will you stop looking at me like I'm not looking? Just
1: at... just look at the other way. Will I you? can't believe you're picking them to win. I can't believe it. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? This is your starting lineups time, and these two guys coming together right now to Panthro coming in to fight Jason Knowles' battle. You got a lot of. Yes, the experience on that side, but there's too much head game going on there. I understand
3: that there is a mission and there's a statement that needs to be made on YSL's part, specifically to Jason Knoll. Yes. All right? I get that. However, you cannot dispute both sides here. YSL, yes, they're cohesive, but they've had many bumps in the roads over the past few months. Jason Knoll and Pantho, granted... Just became a team about a month and a half ago. But they haven't lost. And they're actually creating some good chemistry together. So it's very hard to. it. It's really a pick 'em match. Mm-hmm. But I'm going with the experience that Jason Noel has just by himself. Because he is a over decade long career so far in the wrestling. Oh, business. fact.
1: Yes, by far.
3: And, and you can't discount that at all.
1: No, but I will take you're starting lineups chemistry as being a team far longer to be able to come back together after these kind of singles runs that both of these guys have had kind of lately. I will take that cohesion between the two guys that have been together far longer than even the XP bar of a man like Jason Noll, I will take in a tag team setting like what we have in an individual setting. If this was just Kendrick versus Jason LaRoe, I'm sorry, Kendrick LaRoe versus Jason Knoll. We're having an entirely different conversation. But in this, in a tag team situation, I take the team that works better, works longer, and has a reason to get back together and not just some guy that picked up Panthro to help him go fight two other guys. What's really in it for Panthro besides a win? What's really in it for
3: him? Well, besides a fantastic movie career.
1: I'm sure his I mean, movie career went straight to DVD.
3: More than likely, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, Wait, do they even still make DVDs anymore, or am I just that old? I
3: don't know. No,
1: they still do. They still make DVDs? Is that pretty still pretty a thing? True. Okay, good. We still got another year or Let's, two of that. But you also cur-
3: got to remember. Sorry, miss. All right, so then. Panthro's me...
1: movies went straight to streaming.
3: <laughs> okay, let let me let me say this. If Panthro, now this is to answer your question about Panthro. Yeah. If Panthro and Jason Knowle comes out on top, don't you think that? Maybe at NRW or Shocktober, they're in line for a number one contendership for those tag team titles.
1: If they come, come out could on top, This could very well
3: be yes. a number one contendership match for those titles later on down the road.
1: I agree with that, mm-hmm. honestly, because I feel the same way for your starting lineup, that this is a big, high-profile match, granted, not for a title of number one contender or not for the tag team titles at all, but I do feel like the powers that be at RMP are going to be watching this match very, very closely. To determine the next number one contender after Milestone. God, you are a pain sometimes. I no, I just I go with my gut, just like you. Well, what go I go with my gut on this one.
0: What I was gonna say, but you know, with the current writer strike, you know, maybe Panther has a extra incentive to make sure that his wrestling stays on track before, you know, till he can get back to you know doing the acting, doing the movie career. So
1: that's very true, Adi. That's a very very good point. Uh, that yeah, he absolutely better focus on what's going on inside the ropes because there may not be too many supporting roles for Panthro to walk on to anytime soon. That's a very good point, Mr. Porthro. That might
3: be. One half of the future tag team champions.
1: We will have to watch and see.
0: Yeah, so true. Alright, so uh, getting back uh, to the uh, card here. I uh, guess we can maybe uh, talk about uh, a championship match. Uh, let's just uh, pick one here at random. We got... Uh, Hey, let's uh, not uh, forget about the ladies. So we got the uh, RP uh, Lockets championship, uh, current champion, uh, JC versus Lilith Grimm. Uh, Lucas, why don't you get us uh, started? Uh, your thoughts, what do you see here?
2: Um, this match is a long time in the making. Very long time in the making. I think Lilith Grimm has went through she's went through hell and back with the asylum and now it, it's finally coming to the time where she can not only, you know, end the asylum or, or at least weaken the asylum, but she can finally bring home the Lockett's title that has eluded her in her career. It, it's It's really been the only thing that she hasn't Obtained. We we forget just how successful Lilith Grimm has been everywhere she's been, uh, how uh, dominant she's been. She last year at the Colorado Cup she w- was set a record for the most eliminations, uh, throwing someone over the top rope. She 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 holds that record in the prestigious Colorado Cup, but it has been the asylum that has really been. Uh, more than a thorn in her side. It is is—it is uh, crippled uh, relationships with her and and just done so much damage to Lilith Grimm's personal life. And we've seen that manifest into this kind of split personality where now it seems like the old demon Lilith Grimm has formed an alliance with the Warhammer Lilith Grimm. And now we get this, this, the uh, war demon. Uh, JC has been a dominant, dominant Lockheads champion, but I don't think she's ever faced anything like she is going to face at milestone in a coffin match, which is, I believe only happened. This will be the third coffin match in Rocky mountain pro history. Uh, uh, our president danger dean was involved in one of those so he can tell you just what those matches will do for you guys i don't uh, uh, this is going to be career changing for both for both lockets because regardless of who comes out winning it, it's going to change their their careers uh, no matter no matter what happens so it's it, it, this is this is a, a career uh Career-defining match for both Lockettes. Uh, I I can't wait to uh, see what happens.
0: Yeah, so true. Uh, Maki, uh, what do you uh, have on this one?
1: You know, I kind of I agree with with Lucas here that this is going to be a career-defining match for either. This is also going to redefine the Lockets division here because the the Asylum has really been running rough shots. Salem Wolf, Noel, J.C. They've been running roughshod all over the Lockett's division and just imposing their will. It's almost like this was Salem's will from like moment one was to get the most ferocious Lockett he could build a stable around her that would protect and continue to kick ass and hold on to that Lockett's title as long as they possibly could. Normally, I would say as long as humanly possible, but I don't know if they're human in the asylum. Uh, but at this point. They've held on to it and the job has been done for an extremely long time. And we've seen this metamorphosis that Lilith Grimm has gone through from the demon to the Warhammer, now to the hybrid war demon. Uh, I think this is what it's going to take to get the belt off of J.C. and end the asylum or at least put a massive dent into the confidence balloon that is what the asylum has been able to inflate that balloon with over the last year, right? When have we really seen them take a hit? When have we really seen them get knocked down a peg? It is not very often. So I think this is big for Lilith Grimm, not just as an individual competitor, but this is big for the Lockettes division. I really feel that Lilith is now in the right place at the right time. There's enough... And I, I mean this in the way, please try to understand what I mean. I think she has enough pain in her head. There's enough emotional damage that caused this metamorphosis into the war demon with, with her best friends being turned on her, with her therapist that she's supposed to be trusting and confiding in, ended up being a double agent for Salem Wolf. I think there's been enough deception to turn Lilith's head to the point where she can just go out and get it done. Will she need help? That's what for her to know and for us to find out. That's why we have to watch if she's going to bring out any, you know, help or side. Because let's face it, this is pretty much going to be a handicap match. Almost every asylum match is right. Yeah, I do think, though, that Lilith Grimm, this war demon has enough inside of her to become the new Lock Edge champion and dethrone JC. Yeah,
0: Uh, Mr. Death Drop.
3: Like Marky just alluded to towards the end of his statement there, um, you got to think about the match and what it actually is. Yes, it's a coffin match. Winner of the match is when you throw somebody in that coffin with the lid shut. It's a no-disqualification match, which means anything goes, which means there's a good chance that you're going to have not just JC out there, but you're going to have Salem Noel. Maybe an orderly or two. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Again, I made this statement last night. We don't even know how deep the asylum actually is. We only know of those three people plus a couple orderlies and the therapist. Truth. Um, it's definitely an uphill battle for Lilith. I think regardless of her metamorphosis or hybrid Whatever she is right now, between the warhammer and the demon, I'm having a very hard time to see Lilith come out on top without somebody else behind her to back her up. I really am. As much as I want to go on Lilith's side, because like it's been said a few times already, this is probably the biggest match of her career, hands down. Hands down. Um, I just. Unless Lilith, in my opinion, has somebody else watching over her back. I'm having a hard time not seeing JC walk out with the title.
0: Yeah. I mean it's it's been happening all this time that way, so you know, what you know, what's gonna
1: change it? The asylum has been one of the best. They've been right up there with, with factions like the wake, even just regular teams like JK Pop that use the numbers advantage to their advantage, better than most. And to think that that wouldn't happen in this atmosphere of a match would be foolish to not take into consideration. And Lilith Grimm is not a fool. <laughs> she may be many things, but a fool is not one. There is no way that she has not thought of this, that it hasn't gone through her mind one way or the other.
3: I'll say this right now. If we don't see Salem and Noel out there, I'm picking Lilith all day in this match.
1: I agree, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. If, Straight one-on-one, I think. Yeah. Lilith Has it.
3: If they're out there having a hard time, put money down on that one.
1: Yeah.
0: I, uh, I, I can, I can see that. I can, I agree with that. I can concur. So yeah, it'll, it'll be something to, something to see. And uh, like, uh, like Lucas said, you know, this is the third uh, co- uh, coffin match that we've had in uh, Rocky Mountain Pro. So uh, it'll be always a fun time to see something that we haven't seen uh, you know, very often in RMP.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so uh, we uh, just uh, had a little uh, uh, talk there about metamorphosis, which is change. So this match, there's been a change in this relationship, and I'm
1: talking about J.K.
0: Pop. You know, That there's... was a
1: great segue, Mr. Ford. That was a fantastic Bravo. segue. I Bravo, I... well done, sir.
3: I wish there... I had my soundboard there. That is, uh, they, they,
0: there's the cliche that brothers fight for, for better or for worse. So, uh, let's talk about this, this match. Uh, we'll start with, uh, Johnny Death Drop. Johnny, uh, what do you, uh, see here with these two? And of course you guys have a lot of history, uh, on the, uh, on the Do's and Belts, uh, show with, uh, these two.
3: I'm going to put my own personal feelings aside and talk professionally about these two as best as humanly possible. Um... The way that I see this match go, I mean, look, over the past few weeks, we've seen these guys in singles competition, all right? They've been winning most, if not all, of their singles matches recently. However, there has been a slight difference here. Caden Koyama has won most of his singles matches with the help of his brother, Johnny Casanova. Johnny Casanova has won his his matches because of Johnny Casanova.
1: It's true. So
3: the way that I see it, there's definitely been an ego change on that team, specifically towards Caden Koyama, and you can tell. If I'm going to have to take a brother here in this match, in the best two out of three falls... Going off of what I've seen and I tip this this is how I typically base my predictions off of is recent history. Johnny Casanova has won most of his matches without Kaden C- Koyama at ringside really at all or even getting involved in his matches. I'm gonna have to put the edge out to Johnny Casanova in winning this two out of three falls match.
0: I find that fascinating if uh, I could uh, borrow a line from uh, Mr. the great Mr. Spock there. So. It is fascinating. <laughs> uh, Maki.
1: Look, I'm going to be completely honest. I hope these two fight until the next millennium. Uh, I, I, I really think that this is a very long time coming between these two guys. They're, when they were the champions, everything was great. Um, all of the shenanigans was towards the end of a common cause. Now that they've lost the belt, then all of a sudden things started going not so well. This one blames that one. That one blames this one. Mm -hmm. And at this point, I don't have a brother. The Masshole does not have a true blood brother. I have several bros that I call brothers. And sometimes brothers just got to fight and get it out. Uh, We've seen many times through the years, at least through the Masshole's eyes, that a lot of the stuff that we've seen J.K. Pop get away with, has been very much instigated by Johnny Casanova. When we see a lot of the behind-the-refs-back stuff, when we see the mist, when we see a lot of the things, it's usually Johnny trying to pull the wool over. has it been the case recently. Not recently, no, but I'm examining the entire package, not just the open here label. Um, the entire package here tells me that I think... Johnny wants to go out and have a competitive match. I don't think Caden finds it necessary. I think they can both find reasons why they don't have to. But there's one big reason why they do. Because when they are together and as a collective, they are the elite tag team. Or one would argue one of the top elite tag teams, if not the tag team. It's hard to say that they're not the greatest tag team in RMP history. Because there's numbers and there's belts that say yes, they are. When they are together, they are too good together. It is almost a disservice that they're not together in their own regard, wrestling together as a tag team. But these things have to happen between the two of them. And I really feel like we're going to see a good competitive match for a while. But I think John is going to slip up. I think Casanova is going to slip up somewhere when he realizes that he cannot defeat Koyama on his own. I think Johnny's going to slip up and it's going to cost Johnny the match. I could be very, very wrong. To be honest, I want them both, like I said, to fight until 2035. I want them to fight until milestone 25. Just keep fighting in the ring for 12 years. Um, I think we as the Rocky Mountain Pro faithful deserve a lot of watching these two guys clobber each other.
3: Christ, I'll be retired by then.
1: (laughs) I'll be a grandpa by then, which is fine. I'll keep watching but at the same time, I think Johnny slips up and I think somehow Caden finds a way to get a win out of this match.
3: Mm.
0: Uh, Lucas, your perspective, since you've, uh, kind of been able to see this a little bit up close and personal, especially, uh, you know, that ever since this has been, uh, on the downfall.
2: Yeah, we've watched this play out, uh, specifically on, we've watched this play out specifically on ignition and, and charge. Um, Johnny Detrop said something that I find very interesting, and it's the fact that he said that Johnny's won all of his matches basically by himself, which is true, and that Caden had the help of Johnny De- or Johnny Casanova. the The problem I have with that is that Caden never asked for his help, and I think it, it almost looks to me as if Caden has has been aggravated and annoyed by by Johnny, even being out there during his matches. I, I, I believe that this match means a little bit more to Johnny, whether or not he wins than it does to Caden. But I think that when we get to milestone and these two realize they're on the biggest show of the year, I I think that the competitive juices are going to flow. And and I think you're going to get the very best out of both of them. And I really do think that it's going to come down to who really wants it more. Right now, I would say Casanova wants it more. But when we get into this match, and we get maybe into that third fall, if it if it comes down to that, will Will Caden realize? Hell, I've got a chance here to show that I'm the best of the best tag team of all time at Rocky mountain pro on the biggest stage. Will that moment kick in and he realizes that he wants it more? Well, That's going to be, I I think that's going to be a a moment that will decide this matchup. Will, will, will Caden have that moment? Because right now, I think it's Casanova is going to be more prepared. I think he's going to be into this more motivated, uh, but there there will be a time where, where Caden's g- going to have to make a decision on it, how bad he wants it, mm. and will that happen at Stone.
0: A great, great, fantastic point, and that's something that, that I hope the listeners uh, think about as well as that, as you do on that. All right, so next here on the docket that I've got here, uh, we are just talking about the former Rocky Mountain Pro Tag Team Championships. Now we got the current Tag Team Championship. Uh, match here, La Isla versus Manny Lemons, teaming up with Lord Mitchell Taylor. Uh, Maki, why don't you get us uh, started off here?
1: You know, we've seen the pairing of of Lord Mitchell Halas and, and Manny Oranges uh, between these two. Not a fan of either of these guys, but you got to respect the the experience level and the talent level of what they both bring. But I'll tell you right now, what I've seen and I respect a hell of a lot more is the chemistry and the resourcefulness of La Isla. Um, I don't think, to be honest, I don't know if they can bring enough to the table to slow down La Isla long enough. Uh, they've been too cohesive. They're too good together. And it would take some kind of natural disaster in the Mass holes personal opinion to not see La Isla walk out as a tag team champions right here. I I don't, and I'm taking nothing away from Lemons and and Lord Mitchell-Taylor. I just think La Isla are too hot and too big right now. Just too big. And everything that they've had to do to gain those championships. Mm Mm-hmm. That whole war with J.K. Pop, nothing brings two guys together like a battle in common cause. And that's what they had against J.K. Pop for months. And then when that battle was, was culminated with a victory, and they have those tag team championships around their waist, like I said, it would take some sort of natural disaster for this to not continue after milestone thirteen. Yeah, uh, Lucas,
0: your thoughts on this?
2: Um, you know, I, I've been listening to a lot of people uh, not give Lord Mitchell Taylor and Manny Lemons much of a shot at this, and I, I just, I think it's, I, I just think it's a, a match that could be one of those just like a in the NFL and in basketball trap games. This could be a trap match. I, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned for La Isla that they're, they're reading their own press clippings. Maybe a little bit They're They're hearing the, the buzz and, and nobody given Lord Mitchell Taylor and man lemons much of a chance to win this match. Uh, sometimes, and I'm not saying that this is happening with La Isla, but sometimes when everyone's telling you how how great of a tag team, how unstoppable you are, you 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 tend to let up a little bit, and it's human nature to do that. And and this is this could be a, a prime opportunity for Lord Mitchell Taylor and Manny Lemons to take advantage of that if they see any kind of let up from La Isla, which is possible because let's face it it's it just human nature that sometimes you you get overconfident because you you know how good you are you know you you have faith and belief in your in your ability and i i i'm not saying that Balaam links and echo will do that but i'm just saying that this is a this would be a prime opportunity for an upset to happen because of, so you pick? of everyone saying, and, and Stuff. you know, if I, if I'm going oh, out on a limb here, I, 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 think the smart money still has to go with Laisa, but sometimes uh, we, we see an upset and on the biggest stage milestone, it could happen. I, I can't pick, but I'm saying that Lord Mitchell Taylor and Manny lemons, if they win to me, I, I would say it's it's I would see it coming.
3: Johnny, what do you think? The only way I see a lot of losing those titles is if they make a crucial mistake at some point during this match, or the new rules kick into effect and they get themselves disqualified. That's something that we really haven't touched on yet.
0: Oh yeah, that's true.
3: Is that we have these new rules in effect. So, in case people who are listening for the first time and hasn't seen Rocky Mountain Pro, if a champion gets disqualified in any championship match, not only do they lose the match, but they get stripped of the titles and it goes to the competitor. The opponent. The opponent, yeah, Yeah, sorry. So, those are the only two ways I see La Isla not walk out with the tag team titles in Milestone 13. And also I haven't really seen enough of Lord Mitchell Taylor and Manny Lemons being cohesive as a unit. We saw him we saw them last Tuesday on charge coming out and blindsiding Bailen Links on the outside that cost Echo the match against Casanova. But other than that
1: That's really it.
3: I mean they they've really kind of been at a disagreement to an extent at least on Lord Mitchell Taylor's side. And I really just, I'm having a hard time seeing Lord Mitchell Taylor and Manny Lemons beating La Isla straight up one on one right now with the role that La Isla is on. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, like Lucas said, things can happen. But I think it's either a crucial m- mistake or the new rules coming into effect.
2: Right. Yeah. And really quick, one, one last point. What does Lord Mitchell Taylor always say that he's he's playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers? Could this all be, uh, you know, this disagreement that he's kind of had with with a lot of people, exp- Manny Lemons, Derek Stone? Could this could he be really playing chess? Could it all be? a little bit of a, a ruse to give La Isla a false sense of security. I'm just saying the guy is highly intelligent and that he, he could be, this could all be a, playing the long game. He could be indeed playing chess. And I'll leave you with one last little thing that you guys brought up. is that there's more than one way to win the title. They don't have to pin him in the ring. If they can get a, a, them disqualified, they could win the title. Well, there is, uh, there is one tag team that would benefit from La Isla losing the title. Mm, correct. Put it, put it like that.
3: And you also got to remember, and I just, uh, just thought about this. I know they've been on different ends as of late. We forgot about your buddy, Derek Stone.
1: Yep. Derek yep. Stone's still too busy playing, like, destroying his and own ma- self. It and does doesn't
3: matter because Derek Stone, even though Lord M- Mitchell-Taylor probably doesn't think so, Derek Stone still thinks that Lord Mitchell-Taylor and him are good friends.
1: Honest, oh, That's too? true. They, he still thinks they're good buds, yeah.
3: So that's another thing to consider. It, it's more of a long shot at this point, but it's still something to consider.
0: So
1: we got Chess, Checkers, and Twister. Oh, my. It's been a mess. It's been a hole, and everybody's playing the game by themselves. That's a great,
0: great point. I I love it. So speaking of another mess or uh, tanglement that we've got coming up, we got the number one contenders match, all former Rocky Mountain Pro champions, Bruce Wayans, Curtis Cole, Atiba. This is going to be, to my, my opinion, this could be the match of the night just because of, I think, how much each one of these want to get back into that title uh, contendership. Uh, Lucas, what do you think?
2: Well, <laughs> you have three of the most decorated stars in the history of Rocky Mountain Pro. You've got one guy who I absolutely adore and Bruce Waynes, who I, I think would be... A, would be absolutely great to see as a two-time Rocky Mountain Pro champion, who I think now has gotten back to his his old ways, has gotten his swagger back, seems to be the the Bruce Wayne's that we were used to before losing his Rocky Mountain Pro title. You've got the Rocky Mountain Dragon, who is nothing like what we knew from about a year ago is the exact opposite of what we knew, you know, a year ago, who is, in my opinion, I think Atiba is more concentrated on on trying to convince people that he's, you know, there's something that he, he hasn't been for a while. And I think if he gets back to being the what we all know it as one of the the greatest competitors in the history of the company, he could get right back to being Rocky mountain pro champion and being a three-time Rocky mountain pro champion. It just, uh, we haven't quite seen him string together uh, wins like we were, like we were used to seeing him a, a while back. And then you've got the, the most despicable human being on the planet, the, the guy that, I, I wouldn't be mad if I never seen another Curtis Cole wrestling match again, uh, but uh, guys, if if he wins this match, do you realize how insufferable he'll be? But at the same time, I think about if he wins this match, he's got to go up against either David Drake or Sin So uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of conflicted. If I wanna see him if I wanna see him win this match because then he's gonna get the ever living hell beat out of him. So I I'm conflicted. I don't know what I want.
0: Yeah, that is true. And and uh cheap plug time, so if you guys wanna uh let Curtis Cole know how despicable you think he is, the I hate Curtis Cole t shirt should be available by milestone thirteen, so that's just my little cheap plug. Definitely. I got to do due diligence, you know, there.
1: I know a masshole hole that's definitely coming home from Denver with an I hate Curtis Cole t-shirt. I know a guy.
0: <laughs> I, I believe I, I got your hookup. <laughs>
1: Thanks, bro. Appreciate you.
0: <laughs> and so rolling right in there. Your uh, your thoughts on this number one contenders match,
1: you know, that you could make a case for any one of these three guys in this situation to be a hell of a number one contender. We saw Bruce Wayne's be the champion last year and hold the title with respect and distinction, be a great fighting champion, showed up on ignition every week and battled the young stars, gave them some time in the ring with the champ. Uh, We know Curtis Cole, we know who he is. We know his motivations. He is out for himself and could not care less what you think about anything else, let alone his twerking and his dancing. Atiba is the one that gives me cause for pause in this match, though. Um, We've seen him, as self-described, be the man who would be willing to go lower than anybody to get what he wants. We saw him kind of really make boss. He punked boss out for a long time with that, you know, had to be subservient to him for like a month or so. Not to say that Cole wouldn't go to those lengths. But we've seen Atiba just be so very different, and he's risen up the card. And I don't think necessarily he's going to worry too much about people thinking about what he is and what he's doing. I do think that this has been his goal, to get himself back into the title mix. Because he saw, as the regular Dragon, the fan-favorite Rocky Mountain Dragon... He really wasn't getting all that far. He wasn't getting ignition. I'm sorry, he wasn't getting charged title shots. He wasn't in contention, wasn't even in the conversation for an RMP title match. Since he has become big teams, (laughs) nuts, ever since he's become this guy, he has turned on that aggression and that ruthlessness. And gentlemen, let's not forget here, this is a triple threat, which also means no rules. There's no DQs and stuff like that. The man who is willing to go lower in this match has the greater favor of coming out of it on top. And I believe that is going to be Atiba being our number one contender after Milestone.
0: Hmm.
3: Johnny, show some respect for Mr. Row over here. Don't be using D's Nuts
1: on his show. I said big teebs I can. And? Like I was it was quick. Cool. I can click that? that explicit tech, tag, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> that was mild. I'm sorry. I thought that was mild enough.
3: God, this, this isn't the Do's and Bells show. We I know it's not. I Sometimes I
1: forget. Hey, the, the mess hall has a party mouth. I apologize. God, I mean. man. I do what I can. I, I try to hold it together the best I can. Professionalism is that, that was here, the smallest. What are you yelling at me for, all right? Stop yelling at me. God. Stop yelling at me. This isn't Dudes and Belts. You can't yell at I've me. I've taught here. you better than you this. You can't yell at me here, I've for taught me. you better than What are you this. doing? God. What are we doing? Anyways. What do you think about this? What do I think Why about this? Why don't you this? just
3: tell the people, please? You can't tell me that Bruce Wayne's and Ateeba ain't going to kick the holy crap out of each other during this entire match.
1: I think if you're Curtis Cole, that's exactly what you want. And
3: I think if you're Curtis Cole, you're going to let them kick the crap out of each other through this entire match, correct? Fact fact. We've seen Curtis Cole be the ultimate opportunist in these matches and you can't sit here and tell me that Curtis Cole ain't going to find a way to win this match. Especially during the circumstances of Atiba's and Bruce Wayne's history. Especially recently. I think is going to come a time where it's going to be Bruce Wayne's and Atiba by themselves in the middle of that ring and they're going to be duking it out, and there is going to be a mistake in this match. And somebody on the outside, a.k.a. Curtis Cole, is going to hop on that situation when the opportunity presents itself. Look, we're not the biggest Curtis Cole fans. No. Yeah, obviously. No. We know this. But you got to remember, Curtis Cole is a Triple Crown champion here at Rocky Mountain Pro. I have
1: to pay respect.
3: He's a future Hall of Famer. In Rocky Mountain Pro, I think Lucas can attest to that as well, even though he doesn't want to. Um, unfortunately, if I had to pick a horse in this match, Chris Cole's the guy, man. The advantage is on his side, considering the the situation and the blood feud basically that's going on between Bruce Waynes and Atiba right now.
1: Yeah, you're right. Because even though that subservience period is over, they still been going at each other. They'll always be friends. Like this is, again, like another brother, brother situation, because it's and Bruce Waynes were the best of dudes for the longest time. And then things happen or whatever. You can you can still love the guy on the inside, but want to absolutely wreck him on 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 the inside of the ring. And I think that's where Atiba and Bruce Wayne's are, that there is a deep love for each other. But at the same time, in this situation, they can be friends after the bell rings at the end of the match. But I think there's going to wreck each other. I don't think that this, this is going to be an easy match. This is another one of these matches, just like you said, Mr. Fourth Row, that could absolutely steal the show with how good it is. And I do think the ending is going to be stunning, no matter who you are or what you think, because there's three very obvious avenues of advancement for Rocky Mountain Pro if any one of these three guys become the number one contender for the title. Yeah. See
3: what happens when you censor yourself? You sound more professional. I did good with that one. <laughs> I,
1: I did one thing, and you're still giving me... God. And speaking you guys of, think it's easy to be a dude. You think it's <laughs> easy to be a dude with this guy.
0: And speaking of stunning, since you mentioned that, and Lucas, I think you can back me up on this. What, what happened when uh, Rock, uh, Curtis Cole won his first Rocky Mountain Pro Championship? It was a stunning
2: moment. It was. It was probably one of the most stunning mo- moments that I can ever recall. I called that match. I believe it was October of 2017. It, uh, yeah, it was a, a, one of the most shocking moments, but that was before Curtis Cole turned into this guy. I'm, I'm trying to keep it clean too Maki. <laughs> it's hard for me too.
1: So true. All right it is what it is, but you got to pay respect sometime. It yeah. is what it is. And so it is
0: yeah so from there uh one of the uh, championships that the before mentioned Curtis Cole uh, held in the past we got the charge championship current champion Carson Drake versus former champion Remy D. No DQ match here for the Charged Championship. Maki, why don't you get us started off?
1: (laughs) This, to me, is if we're going to play off of what's been happening on Charged, on Ignition, if we're going to look and see in the recent history of what's been happening, people have been getting the best of Remy D by making him lose himself and get himself disqualified. And get himself thrown out of matches. It's how he lost the charge championship to CBD to begin with. Um, <laughs> that stuff ain't going to work Thursday night at Milestone. See, this match is no disqualification. So if CBD now taking zero away from the young man because he's very impressive. We've spoken about his like his old-school mannerisms and his character and his moves, and he's very gifted in the ring, taking zero away from his athletic prowess. His m- biggest attribute is his ability to get into somebody's head and completely squash their emotional well-being on the inside and get them to go to a place where they're not used to. If you do that to Remy D in a no-disqualification setting, It is not going to work out well for CBD. He is going to need a whole brand new plan of attack. If he's going to go in with the same game plan, he's going to lose the match very, very quickly, I feel. Now, CBD probably has some friends and some other ways of doing things. He's going to have to bring them all out if he expects to bring Remy D. But if this is just a straight fight and a no disqualification fight, we've seen Remy... Yo, bring that inner city dude back out. And I'm an inner city dude. I seen the look on his face. I seen it change. That look on his face is not going to give the Golden State God too much of a shot. Because CBD is going to literally be chemically changed into something that doesn't work as well as actual CBD. He won't be the charge champion anymore. And we're going to see Remy, in whatever state he's in, walk out of Milestone 13 with the charge championship.
0: Yeah, uh, Johnny?
3: Oh boy, I want to agree with you 110% on this match here. And I still will. I'll still go with Remy D in this match. But my gut is telling me that Remy's head is not there still. It's very easy to get into that man's head at the moment. We saw it with Damon. We've seen it with CBD quite a bit in their recent encounters. Um, yes, I know this is a no disqualification match and yes, technically with the way everything has been transpired over the past month or so, it should benefit Remy. However, the only thing that CBD needs to do is get into Remy's head one more time. And whether it's no disqualification or not, anybody can get into anybody's head at any time and the way Remy's mental state is right now, it's wide open. Hmm. So as I, I'm still going to pick Remy D, I'm I'm pulling for Remy D in this match. Don't get me wrong, but that's a very vari- variable that still hasn't really gone away over the past month or so. So it's something to consider.
2: True, true, Lucas. So I can give you guys a little bit of insight on to what's been going on with Remy. I've had some very candid conversations with him uh, the past couple weeks. And he has expressed to me that he really, really doesn't want to go to that place. Like, he basically told me that if he goes back to the, the, the dark days of him growing up in Detroit, you know, that, that inner, inner city kid, that he did a lot of things that he regrets a lot of things that he's not proud of. A lot of things that probably would have had it gone any further would have wound him up in jail, and he would he would be in prison to this day. He has stated that to me that he he doesn't want to go there because it's it's too dark. It's 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 too much for him to handle mentally. Um, so with that being said, guys, it, it it that could be the way that Carson Drake somehow manipulates the feelings of Remy D. Remy D is right now in conflict with himself because he doesn't want to go there. If CBD is, is as smart as we we think he is, he could use, use this to his advantage. And maybe instead of, of just trying to piss off the beast, Maybe he plays a little bit into the to beauty part. Maybe he he tries to to lull Remy into a false sense of of security that that he doesn't need to get to that place, and and, and that's how he ends up pulling off a, a victory in this matchup. Because r- right now that that is a, a I don't I don't want to say weakness, but it's something that could be uh, it's something that could be exploited. Is that their inner struggle? that remy is having right now he he has he has made it uh very clear to me that he he doesn't want the beast to come out if 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 at all possible and that could be
1: that could be a way for cbd to come out on top
0: yeah but let me me i think that's
1: the only way cbd can come out on top to be honest here with this one everything we've seen of cbd is selfish it's egotistical and it's to get what he needs right now and I, I don't, I, I got to say, Lucas, I got to disagree with you about him, you know, being able to pander to the beauty side and get Remy. Uh, I think he has caused so much damage already in the any potential credibility that Remy D in a title match and a no disqualification title match. I don't think that there's any credence to anything that Remy's going to let cbd pander to a good side that remy sees of himself even if it brings out the bad side i think remy is going to come into this match so angry so focused that he is just going to give cbd the beat down before cbd can even start it because it is no dq and i know that remy is not one to start the, the you know the the weaponry and the shenanigans and things like that but in this situation we've seen him be so very different i would not be surprised if we see a remedy that we have never ever seen before and that cbd has never ever seen before and all of those things just do not work i don't think that they are going to work i don't think remy is going to fall for them this time i really really don't i think too much damage has already been done
0: and one thing that I think about is that if I could borrow from a, a, another universe, is that we have seen a "quote unquote" uh, beast, uh, A.K.A. Bruce Banner, be able to control the beast within and be able to harness it. So we'll see how we'll see what happens in this match.
1: It's going to be hot hitting. That's
0: one thing we do know. So true, one hundred percent. All right. So from there. We've got the NRW Championship Champion, Mercury Aiden versus Damon Ace. And boy, have these two been going at it for a long, long time here. Brutal. It's been vicious. It's been it's been everything. Uh, Johnny, why don't you uh, get us started on this?
3: I really don't want to pick anybody for this match. <laughs> I really don't. It is such a pick em. Um... The thing that rings in my head is one, one, and one. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's the current record between these two over the past eight months. Um, teacher versus student. I really, really, in my heart, would want to go with Yaden on this one. But man, we say this a whole, whole lot on the show and that Damon ace is violently intelligent and we know what he's capable of we know what he can do in a traditional sense we know that what he can do when it's not same thing with Yaden. he was able to overcome what is it the the divide and conquer match that just happened yeah with that chain
1: team. halfway through the ring yes mm-hmm. yes which was a very cool concept of a match. It was very interesting. He was able to
3: overcome that and adjust. Um, Yaden also master in the craft, over 20-plus years of experience in that squared circle, is really a, a, a pick-em, 51%, 49%, I'd say. I think the one thing that is going to determine who wins this match on Thursday is the stipulation. If it's a traditional match or something along that line, because again, our past few NRW matches have been outside of tra- traditional. Again, the divide and conquer very, match. Yeah, We had that collegiate style match between him and Atiba. Which
1: was awesome. It was Very good. But
3: we've also seen matches like, you know, a ring with no ropes when Orrin Veidt was the champion.
1: Right, yeah, him and David Drake it, back it, in the day. I really think... That Bob Wire match. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: I really think that this match is going to come down to the stipulation. And I think this is the best case for that opinion. Because if you were to match these two up side by side, again, you have the 1-1-1 one, one, one record between them. This is probably going to be the last match we'll see between these two. This is going to determine who really is the man in Rocky Mountain Pro, as Damon would put it. I just have to go by the stipulation here. I, I, I'm i really having a hard time picking anybody right now. I think if I have to give the edge slightly in that 51% category, I'm going to have to go with Damon on this one. If I really have to pick... But deep down it's really a toss up. And again, I really think that stipulation is gonna play a big role in this match.
2: Yeah. Uh, Lucas. So I, I've known Mercury Yaden for a long time. I I've seen guys that have tried to make things personal with Yaden, and it always gets brutal and it always looks like Mercury Aiden has met his match and he's not going to, to be able to win. And that always seems to be when he finds something deep down inside and he comes out on top. Damon ACE, I think kind of made a little bit of a mistake by making this so personal. Well, and I don't quite understand why, like I, I get that he wants to be like known as the the heart and soul of rocky mountain pro like that's he he's finally kind of admitted that that that's really what this is about it's not really about the nrw championship it's not about uh much else it's about having that respect and reputation that you are the 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 heart and soul the guy that everyone looks up to in rocky mountain pro and he made that personal because that's the one thing Mercury Aiden is not going to give up. It, it, he built this company from from out of nothing. He built it with his blood, sweat, and tears and sacrifice of his family and everything else. If Damon Ace would have just made this about the NRW championship, I think he would already be the NRW champion. And he would have already won this this feud but because he decided to to, to make it personal uh, i i know for a fact that when you make it personal with mercury Yadin, you <laughs> there's no way that you are going to you'd have to kill Yaden in order to to beat him when you make it personal when you make it more about more than just the wrestling when you make it about the company that he has sacrificed his life for uh, that is, is is where I think Damon Ace has made a huge mistake. Uh, depend, and I but I do b- agree with Johnny. It's lots going to depend on the stipulation of this matchup. It, it's going to have to be something that uh, <laughs> I, it's it's got it's going to have to be something so brutal that Mercury Aiden's not going to be able to walk out of the arena because that's the only way that I see him not winning. This match because of how personal Damon Ace made it.
3: Let me just say this real quick before Maki goes. Yeah. Do you guys really get the sense that this is like the three out of five tables match between Mercury, Yaden, and Hoodlum?
2: There's a lot of that. A, a lot of feeling. I, I get. I when I have watched this play out, I do get a lot of Hoodlum versus Yaden vibes to it. So yeah, it could, it could be something similar to that. I, I could, I could totally see that.
0: Maki,
1: it it does feel very much that way. You see, a Damon Ace coming up and trying to take, the same way that Hoodlum was trying to take from Yadin. different objects to take. Hoodlum trying to take the school and take Mercury's reputation and his respect. Damon Ace trying to take the moniker of the man, which Mercury doesn't even walk around and call himself the man, but let's face it, in the back, I'm sure he is looked at as the man because he is the boss man. He runs the company. Damon wants that level of respect. And one thing I've learned in life is respect is not given by anybody. It is earned by everybody. And I feel that Damon feels like he will earn that respect by just beating Mercury. And I think in a in a, in, a, in a flat world, right, like in a static match where this is just a match, that may be enough to put Damon Ace over the top and beat Mercury Aiden and become the NRW Championship. If this was a situation like that, I would ride with that all day long and stick by it. But the stipulation, bros. That this is going to be something that I don't think Yaden cares about too much. And I don't think Damon Ace honestly cares about it too much. Especially Damon. Damon just wants his hands on Yaden in the absolute worst way. And Yaden wants to answer that call because we've seen them both jump each other. We've seen them both interfere in each other. We've seen them both have really, really malicious feelings towards each other, but for different reasons. A stipulation is going to be a big playing field leveler. And it's going to make both of these guys have to stop and think the moment that they learn it. And if they learn it uh, either tomorrow night on charge, this one thing, or if we learn it Thursday night right before the match, that would be even more of a challenge for these two guys that are pretty much at the top of the pecking order as far as RMP goes right now. Damon Ace, you can take zero away from Damon Ace, and we know who he is and what he's done. We know the titles that he won, and we know the way he carries himself. And Yadin is the progression of Damon Ace on the different side of the morality spectrum. So we see two guys at the top of their game at different points in their career that are going to do epic battle this Thursday night. And they're each going to have to work within the confines of the stipulation. It's so very hard to pick a winner here. But if I have to pick one, Without knowing the stipulation, I will err on the side of experience and take Mercury Yaden. being able to come up and figure out and outsmart the young man who's going to go into this with a lot of just vigor and just wanting to just go beat up a guy. Yaden's going to go in and try to win the match. I think Damon's going to go in and try to end Yaden. Yaden's going to go in and win the match because I think that would hurt Damon a lot more than the beating would be the actual knowing that he lost. Yeah.
0: So, little little side note tangent question for the three of you as well. Uh, so, we, of course, we don't know what the uh, stipulation is going to be for this match. But, as we're looking in the future, we do have NRW uh, pay-per-view in the future. What uh, kind of uh, stipulation matches uh, would be on your guys' wish lists to see an RMP? <laughs>
1: Well, I am a huge tables guy. I love tables. They're my favorite weapon. Uh, uh, But to be honest, a good old fashioned steel cage is really one of those ender of feuds and just kind of situations that just let the two go at it and find out who can not necessarily who the best man is, but who can survive the longest.
3: Johnny. You're going to have to skip me for a second. I'm trying to find some outlandish match here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Over to the encyclopedia
0: uh, for uh, a NRW possibility match.
2: So I- I'm thinking you guys know what the, the inside of the Wimmer looks like, but I want to see these guys have a match where it can go anywhere. Like literally out onto Yale street, out, onto Zunai Street where they can go into the we know that there's a lot of uh, junkyards around the Wimmer Arena I want to just have a falls count anywhere like uh, back in the the attitude era when they had the hardcore matches and they could you know go out and into the 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 Mississippi River uh, you know yeah, I want to see guys were
1: getting powerbombed into the local river outside yeah 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 I'm
2: with I with that I want to see them two destroy each other all over Inglewood, Colorado. How,
0: how about this, Lucas? Behind the, the Wimmer Arena, too, we also have the uh, RTD, which is our public uh, transportation for our bus system. They have a repair depot behind, uh, close to the Wimmer Arena. How about over there, too?
2: Yeah, well, let's see them
1: wrestle on top of RTD buses. I, I want to see that. Yeah, I'm all about seeing somebody dive off a bus and put another guy through a table. There we go. Combine the two. I, I don't wanna do it, but I will watch it.
3: <laughs> I got it.
1: God, I got it. Uh oh. Uh oh.
3: Let's go with the most violent match ever. An inferno
1: match. Ooh. My That's good- pretty outlandish, but you know <laughs> what? That would really settle the score. Yes it would. Yes it
0: would. Those that might be a good thing for uh winter time too. Keep the... Perfect, yes. Hey,
1: keep the audience warm. Exactly. Yeah, that would work.
3: Exactly. See, I'm,
1: You're thinking ahead, brother. I'm You're trying, like multifaceted levels. I'm
3: trying to save on the heating bills by just adding a couple propane tanks around the ring.
1: Yeah, gas is expensive, yeah, man. Yeah,
3: and just kind of like, you know, set up a hose around the ring or something like that. They don't got to be too high like the other ones. They just got to be high enough so that somebody can stick a pink, pinky in and possibly get burnt on... Yeah, like lit on like fire. Lit, lit on fire or whatever. I don't know. That's about, that's about as outlandish <laughs> as I can get right now. Instant,
0: <laughs> instant cooking hot dogs for the uh, concessions.
3: That that too,
0: yeah, There you go.
1: That. So many levels
3: of things that
1: could You're work out from an. Inferno.
3: Electricity that way too. You don't have to use the hot dog steamer. You don't have to plug that bad boy in. So you save like fifty cents for the night. It's perfect. <laughs> All right.
0: Sounds like uh, we have maybe have a plan for uh, upcoming uh, stipulation
1: matches here.
2: Well, so, sounds like we ther- it. Sounds like we all need therapy because we're a bunch of sick individuals. But that's
1: hey, we are, the- but we're wrestling fans. It comes with the territory, so it is what it is. And I,
3: I apologize that we're on edge right now. I think it's like T minus like an hour or two before Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals here. It so is a big
1: uh, night around here, yeah. yes, in, in Beantown <laughs> tonight it is a it's big, big big night for us too, to be honest.
0: Yeah, yeah, we got, uh, yeah, of course. Uh, I, I personally would love to see Boston and Denver because uh, I remember back when I was a kid, it was Boston Lakers a lot in, back in the 80s. Uh, but now that my hometown team is in it, uh, God, I would love to see them take on the, the Celtics for the championship. It'd be fun. And of course, the connection with you guys.
1: It'll be a good time, man. It'll be, we'll have some fun with it. We'll talk a little smack to each other. We'll have a few few uh little Need wages on the side Need yeah yeah yep.
3: we're a gambling bunch
0: it was so true okay well i think i uh, got all the matches here except for the grand finale the grand poobah we got the rmp championship uh champion david drake versus sin Bodie. uh lucas get us started
2: so david drake has held the title since shocktober correct yes Okay, Correct. so he has been—he uh, has been absolutely the most dominant and devastating person he has, you know, gotten in the head of of every opponent. Uh, has uh, you know done so many dastardly things, but he has never faced a guy like Sin Bodi. is the warlord of weird. Uh, It's the one guy that I do not think that David Drake can play mind games with because I think the Sinbodi might actually have a more twisted mind than David Drake. Uh, This is going to be, I think, finally the time where David Drake meets his match, guys.
1: Maki. Oh boy, this is going to have to get really, really weird. This is already going to be the mind job of the evening when it comes to Sinbodi against David Drake. Drake has proven so many times that he is not worried about other people, their mentality, their mannerisms. He has fought everybody up and down the card from guys like Bruce Waynes all the way down to guys like Mick Diamond and has not cared about who he is in the ring with. And I don't think yeah. that he is going to care whether he's standing across from Sinbodi or not. But I think Sinbodi is really going to put it to David Drake like he hasn't gotten it put to him in a very, very long time. I do think that Sin Bodhi, if it's going to be anybody that's going to match David Drake on any kind of mental level, it would be Sin Bodhi. But I just don't think Bodhi can match the ruthlessness. And I may be very, very wrong about this, but I don't think that he can match the the, 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 the carnal animal that David Drake is right now, even though Sin Bodhi has his own ways of being his own self and being the weird, the warlord of weird man. I still see this as Drake coming out on the other side of it. Maybe one of his greatest tests, but at the same point, I still think David Drake comes out of this as the Rocky mountain pro champion. Hmm,
0: Interesting. And uh, Johnny, your, your thoughts on this match.
3: I'm going to make this short and sweet. Because both these guys are weird, in my opinion. (laughs) Um, So, the way I see it is... David Drake... I I think I said this last night, too. The only time that Drake has shown any weakness whatsoever, in my opinion... Was during Aces Wild against Craig Fairley. Mm. And in recent history, I haven't seen drake get any real victories ever since aces wild he's been disqualified and um i think the last match against sledge um he ended up disqualifying himself and drake was able to retain so in my opinion this match i think if anybody can get into the head of david drake It's going to be the Warlord of Weird, and I'm going to pick Bodie to win this match. Because you also got to remember, he's been on a roll, too. He had to win that number one contendership match just to be able to get this opportunity.
0: Right.
3: So he's rolling, and like I said, if there's anybody that's going to get into the head of David Drake, it's going to be um, Simbodee. So I'm picking Simbodee. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that is true. We might. It, that's. It definitely will be a weird match uh, all the way around on on this one. Well, there you go, listeners. I mean, there's your uh, preview here for uh, Milestone Thirteen uh, for uh, RMP Radio. Uh, of course, we do uh, don't want to uh, miss. But we do have a big weekend, of course, coming up as well. Uh, next night, we're going to see the fallout from Milestone at Beerstock. We're going to do the next set of charge tapings. Uh, there. That'll and be of fun. Course,
1: great crowds at Bierstadt. My yeah. goodness, great crowds over there.
0: Yeah, and then, because it's the first uh, 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 Saturday and Sunday of the month uh, during the summer, we now are going to head over to Romero's on Saturday and Snowpuck on Sunday. Now, you guys are going to be in town, and this first time you guys are going to be able to experience... Uh, romero's and snowpack uh what are your thoughts on these two uh locations uh for the first time you've seen the pictures you've seen uh videos you've seen everything that's happened uh, what do you guys what do, what do you guys' impressions from these uh two locations and uh we'll tell you if you guys are on the
1: right track okay okay uh romero's looks like a great place for a show i love an outside venue i've refed a couple outside shows and i love it it's a great time People usually let loose a little bit, especially when uh, everybody's a little bit lubricated, let's say, from maybe a few adult beverages. <laughs> so the crowd at Romero's has always looked and sounded like they're a hella crowd, and that'll be a really good time. I'm also just very partial to outside shows as it is. And same thing with Conifer. I'm looking forward to Snowpack. I like to seen the pictures. It looks like it's up in the mountains. And I have heard amazing things about the pizza at Snowpack, and I am very much looking forward to trying it. And just to be honest, man, really, just looking forward to coming back and hanging out with some of the friends that we've made out there over the past couple of years that we don't get to see but once every year and a half, two year, year or so. Uh, things have changed, obviously. You know, we come out there a couple times the other year, just this year, just once this year. But the fact that we get to see Romero's and Conifer is actually going to be pretty cool. And just a little and different. I guarantee crowd. you, there is
3: going to be. <laughs> pineapple pizza served on that day there will be 100%. no
1: pineapple pizza the mass hole is not eating any pineapple pineapple deserves to be on goddamn I, pizza it I does not concur oh god there oh. it is
3: there it is
0: <laughs> I'm,
1: the <laughs> I'm the host of this what show
3: i'm the host
0: of this show
1: all you hosts love pineapple on your pizza i don't get it i don't i don't understand what it is
3: because it's
1: a thing you're a thing it's
0: always been a thing let me tell you, too, about uh, Snowpack's pizza. I feel like it's that bright amount of – it's that crispy, crunchy mix. Oh, their pizza is – oh, it's superb. Uh, it's it's Heard fantastic. so you many guys, good things are...
1: about it. Looking forward to being there.
2: Hey, hey Maki, we'll have – they can have their pineapple pizza. We'll have like a five-meat pizza. How's that? <laughs> Dude, I'm
1: all about that. That sounds pissing to me. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. You guys
2: okay. Eat. So they can keep their pineapple. We'll have our five-meat. It'll all be good.
1: Yeah, well, right. Looking forward to making it out there though. Yeah, we'll this... see all you guys later this weekend. We'll be there Okay,
0: that's be- gonna be fun. Yeah, so we'll put a nice purple bow on this episode of RMP radio before I do let you go uh, Johnny Detrot, Maki pins and of course Lucas uh, one right after the other uh, If people wanted to uh, like follow you out there on the interweb social medias, uh, where could they uh, do that?
1: All right, who's going first? Go ahead, Johnny. You're right there. You put your face under the microphone before I could get there. Go ahead.
3: All right. So it's Johnny Death Drop on all socials. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and am I missing any? Oh, yeah. Twitter. I said Twitter. Did you say Twitter? I did say Twitter. Right.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Twitter. Yeah, wicked. Okay. That's, you said that Twitter. Or I didn't know what you said.
3: I'm trying to hide it for the Why? listeners, okay? They don't need to hear my Boston accent.
1: But it's good. But that means it's I'm like angry. mine. It's piss up. That means I'm angry. We uh, yeah, all, but uh, yeah, we all do it for different causes. Just oh, go ahead. keep plugging yourself.
3: And also, you want to be able to follow the Do's and Belts. The page itself, we have a Facebook page set up for specifically Do's and Belts. Um, yeah. We have a, a, a just a podcast page. Uh, just like and follow. And we have been putting some content up there. Haven't been recently because we're still trying to get used to YouTube because YouTube is still very new to us. So we're still trying to work out the things in terms of like clipping and all that stuff. So hopefully in the near future, there'll be some snippets from our shows that you guys will be able to view on the Dudes and Belts Facebook page. Mm -hmm.
1: And Maki. And for me, it's pretty much uh, on all platforms. Maki Pins, M-A-H-K-Y-P-I-N-Z. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. I'm referee Mocky Pins. Uh, my Facebook profile lives it, and uh, so get a hold of me for there or any bookings that you may want. That is the best place to contact the Masshole Mocky Pins.
0: Yeah, and finally Lucas.
2: And uh, I'm on uh, Facebook as Lucas Bradwell. Instagram uh, as well. Twitter is at Lucas RMP Encyclopedia, and uh, also. Uh, on youtube as well so those are everywhere you can find us and of course every thursday night you can watch ignition and chat with me on all platforms
0: fantastic well thank you lucas for joining us maki pins johnny (laughs) thank you for joining us we'll see you here in a few days uh, possibly even a a few hours uh, depending on the uh timing of this release of this episode as it makes its way through the uh, interwebs and out to everybody's (laughs) podcatcher so Mm. once again thank you for joining joining me and uh, we'll see you here this week
1: thanks for having us gentlemen look forward to seeing you guys in person talking in person face to face in just a couple days yes sir safe travels guys thank you brother
0: Once again, a big huge thank you to Lucas Bradwell, Mocky Pins and Johnny Death Drop for all coming on to this edition of RMP Radio and help me me preview this Milestone 13 pay-per-view and weekend afterwards that's coming up here for Rocky Mountain Pro. I hope you guys all have gotten your tickets for this. If you have not, let's of course remind you, uh, you can get your tickets at uh, rmpwrestling.com Click on that events link and you'll just scroll right down there. Click on that link and you'll be able to purchase your tickets. A lot of different choices to choose from. Uh, you can get some early entry, get to see the the, uh, pre-show or you can get general admission as well for those uh, pay-per-views and we always implore we love to have you guys using the VIP early entry and get those bonuses that come with those uh, Rocky Mount Pro pay-per-views. If you guys are not going to be able to attend in person, and I don't know why, you better have a, bit, a good darn excuse. Uh, you can always watch at the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash RockyMountainPro. Tier 2 is where you're going to need to be at in order to watch the pay-per-views uh, for Milestone and the pay-per-views after that, as well as, of course, uh, you know bonus content that may be coming uh, here in the future, so it's well worth about getting that Tier 2 subscription if you haven't already. We should go ahead and pay some bills like they used to say back in the day, uh, you want to get some uh, merchandise of your favorite uh, Rocky Mount Pro Superstars, uh, you, of course, head to the merch table, head to the merch stand at each and every one of Rocky Mount Pro's shows, and then also just follow me. You know, I put out when there's uh, new things, new arrivals coming up at the uh, merch table and the merch stand, and then of course uh, follow your uh, favorite Rocky Mount Pro Superstars. They'll be uh, tweeting out and uh, putting out there on the social media of things that they have, uh, you know, new releases, things they may still have on hand and the such, and of course, you can also uh, go to RP wrestling.com hit that merchandise link uh, which I know is still under construction right now got a lot that needed to be done for uh, Milestone uh, we just didn't get the uh, website part done but you can also go to amazon.com or the Amazon app and search for Rocky Mountain Pro and you'll be presented with choices to choose from there of course we did just mention if you want to get those uh, information about upcoming events RMP wrestling.com, click on that events link you'll see all the future events that we have got and then of course this upcoming weekend after Milestone 13 we do have our charged tapings at Beerstadt the very next night in Denver, Colorado. Very close to Coors Field if you're a baseball fan. And it's a free event, so you can attend and be part of being there with the rowdy crowd there at Bierstadt Lager House. And then on Saturday, we'll be back right up at Romero's in Lafayette for that event. As always, that crowd is raucous as well. And then Snowpack on Sunday up in Conifer, or as the dudes like to say, Conifer. I hope that I did justice, best I can do. Uh, That's kind of more of a New England accent, huh? Maybe. (laughs) Uh, Kind of a a Simpsons, Chief Wiggum or something. I don't know. Anyways, um, I'm not so good with the accents, but Conifer is always a good time as well. So it's a full stack, full weekend for Rocky Mountain Pro uh, that, of course, headlines and starts the wrestling weekend with Milestone 13. Now, I did mention you want to watch us, watch on the YouTube.com slash Rocky Mountain Pro that is probably the the starting point but then we also do want to mention that uh, we are multi-streaming to all the platforms so you can actually watch the shows like Charged and uh, Ignition on Twitter and on Facebook and uh, also on Twitch as well unfortunately you cannot necessarily interact on all of those platforms live Uh, that's why we do suggest you get that membership to the be a supporter on the YouTube.com slash Rocky Mountain Pro now of course if you want to follow us uh, out there on the interwebs, the starting point would be rmpwrestling.com And then on the socials, uh, as well as those other places that I just mentioned where you can watch the shows, the, on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram of all of the Rocky MTN Pro. Of course, uh, help support the show. If you want to help support the show, uh, Rock, uh, RMP Radio, I do have RMP Radio shirts still on hand. And of course, uh, as always with uh, a lot of the wrestlers, we do have our Pro Wrestling Tees, yours included as well and that would be greatly appreciated if you can help financially support this show of course i want to thank you for uh, listening to rmp radio where pro wrestling is elevated